It's the state of Victorian trots racing and the people who drive the sport. You're one out, one back. And a very good morning. Welcome to the latest edition of One Out, One Back for Harness Racing Victoria on RSN 927. A mini country radio relays. A busy show coming up. We'll have a number of guests on the program. Sean McNulty will join us to talk about uh, the big win of the uh, Maori's Idol Trophy Championship, of course, by uh, Fratellino. Michael Stanley will take our call with some uh, good form in his uh, stable at the moment. And uh, Fred Spateri will also join us to talk about uh, Auntie Poppy. Hosting the show, though, today, Cody Winnell having a morning off is uh, Toby McKinnon from HRV. How are you, Toby? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Andrew. Lots of guests coming up on the program. How's your week been, though? Uh, it's been busy. I've been out on the road for a few days this week, so back in the office. And unfortunately, as you just mentioned, Cody's unable to be here. I can dispel the rumour straight away that uh, I haven't taken over from his job and I'm not after yours, Andrew. No, that's uh, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> tell me, you had you had a few of the forums, have you, in recent times since we last uh, spoke? You've been to a few country tra- tracks, haven't you? Yeah, went up to Hamilton on uh, Sunday and there was an excellent turnout to the forum there and the club's just uh, looking at uh, growing the... Um, they've got a bit of momentum about uh, mile racing and stuff. There was a bit of discussion about mile racing up at Hamilton, so that's our fastest track in Victoria. So there was lots discussed on the day and uh, some really good things will come out of it. All right, speaking of really good things, uh, in the recent uh, country championships, we had the series for the Trotters uh, the Maori's Idol Trophy Championship Series, is that correct? And uh, was it Fratellino that took that out? Yeah, Fratellino uh, took out the Maori's Idol uh, Championship, so I think we're going to be joined by Sean McNulty, who'll yeah. be a very happy Sean man. Sean McNulty with, uh... takes our call. How are you, Sean? Welcome to the program. Yeah, good boys. Yeah, I'm great. Thanks for that. Now, Sean, uh, the $10,000 check for the Maori's Idol uh, Championship, straight into business, you'll be very happy with uh, winning the series. Yeah, no, it's um, been a long season and the last couple of months have been a bit of a, you know, a bit stressful whether we're going to hold on, but he's, you know, done a great job early in the season and, no, it's uh, great to win for sure. It would have been a long season with 15, 15 cups you contested across the state, carting Fratellino all over the countryside, winning at Stall, which no doubt would have been your, your favourite, I'd have to suggest, and then seconds at Echuca, Wedderburn, Cobram and Gunbauer. Um, t- tell us about Stall. Yeah, oh, that was just a great day. Like, it's our biggest win, me and Michelle. So that was, um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And we had a, a good couple of days celebrating. And, uh, yeah, like, it was just what we dreamt of, you know. We sort of would, sort of thought at the start of the season, we'd, you know, chase the cups. And we knew the bonus was there, but probably whether we could get it or not. But, you know, he sort of was just consistent all season. And, uh, yeah, he did a good, good job. You did You did have a bit of an ongoing battle with King Danny there, but uh, King Danny unfortunately got injured. But uh, you got home by seven points in the end from Belts, who was second. Uh, and y- you mentioned your partner, Michelle, who for some reason calls me Stephen, but that's another story. <laughs> she, she's she been driving the horse in tremendous fashion, and uh, she'll take the steer on Saturday night in the Allied Express trot. It's a tricky race. Yeah, like he's, he's sort of... He's sort of tapered off his form a bit, you know. He's probably not really... Like he's, he's a good stayer and that, but he's probably just not through the race and week in, week out, and we've sort of gone with that, and that's probably... He's probably coming into his prep at this point yet, unless he sort of goes good. Like, I'm happy with his work, but he's just not racing, you know. Like, his last start at Bendigo is pretty average, and he's been a bit disappointing, but, like, he got crooked there a month or so ago, and it just hasn't really worked out for us. But, 
It does appear a tough draw, but I can see a little bit of fast speed inside you and a little bit of slow, and I think she might be able to get across into a good position early. And I, I do think if you tell me the horse is working well, it would be definitely worth a little each way follow for the punters at home, Andrew. Now, tell us a bit about your background, Sean. I have asked you this before. You, you spent a bit of time over in New Zealand. Yeah, I spent um, three years at All Stars over there for three years, so um, a lot of that was on the road, which I was lucky to travel around to uh, the Inter-Dominion when Smolder won and, and all the big carnivals, and it was a great experience and something I'll never forget, that's for sure. And you've been training for two years for 16 winners. Where's your base? Uh, so I'm in Bendigo, yeah. So I've had, yeah, I've been, this is my second season. It's basically just been about 12 months since I've had my license, so... Uh, we're we're at the back of the wrong at those instincts, and, and um, you know they, they can't play enough and help me a lot. Um, and there's a lot of people that you know that help me out a lot, so that it's great. Good luck uh, going forward, Sean, and uh, we appreciate you taking the call this morning. And well done on the recent win by Fratellino in the overall championship. Of course, so to get there to take that uh, bonus, you had to do some terrific things over a long campaign. So a successful effort, and thanks for joining us this morning on One Out One Back. Thanks very much for that. Sean McNulty taking our call there. It's RSN 927's One Out, One Back. We could hear in the background the breeze and the blustery conditions. Our thoughts with all of those in all of the racing codes working horses out and about this morning. It has to be done, and it's certainly a case of rugging up and keeping warm. Toby, shortly uh, Michael Stanley will take our call. We might have a bit of a preview looking ahead, though, to Melton. Why not? Yeah, well, we're on Melton and talking to uh, Sean McNulty. There are a few uh, group races at Melton on Saturday night. We've got the Tab Multiply, Victoria Trotters Oaks. Now, for the punters at home, I have narrowed this down to 12 possible chances, and if the emergency gets a run, it's a chance as well. It's a very open field. The favourites will be Sleepy for Chris Elford and Alison Elford and Emerald Stride for David Miles. They're the two main elects, you would suspect. IM Pegasus has the picket fence next to its name. Uh, but there's a number of chances in this race with Royal Charlotte and even the South Australian Kitsilano coming across George's Pride and Fox Force 5. The uh, Rewards Hospitality Tatlow Stakes, which will be run at 9.30, race 9 on Saturday night. It's another very open race for the two-year-old trotters. Nearly anything could happen in this race. All eight runners have a chance. There's two runners for the Ellison and Chris Elford combination that have both had one start each and one. Punners will get a good follow from whichever horse Chris Elford's driving. And number eight, Andover Sun, I think, is is, is probably the most talented trotter in the field, in my opinion, of what I've seen. Uh, It it could make a mistake, though, so uh, that'll be a gamble-responsibly sort of job. And race 10, the Australian Pacing Gold Melbourne Autumn Sale Final for two-year-olds again. And seven fillies in this field of eight. Uh, there's a lot of chances again in this race. But I do like number eight, Rosarito Beach for AJ and Bo Tyndale. And this would be their biggest success. He's, he's been a pretty good trainer for a number of years. Or the combination have been. And it'd be great to see them take out uh, group two success with Rosarito Miss. So back to the first uh, feature is that the chance for Chris Elford to get the century? Uh, yes, it is. So right. 
Yeah, sleepy. If if sleepy wins, uh, it'd be his hundredth Group One winner. So it'd be it'd be a great result if Chris Alford and myself could bring our total up to a hundred Group One wins. <laughs> Between the two of you. <laughs> Between the two of us, right. we've we'll driven a hundred Group One winners, which which on average is fifty each. So, well, joining us now is Michael Stanley because. Um, uh, an impressive win on uh, a watch list on Melton last Saturday night. And, of course, there's some great connections involved here. We're talking about Josh Jenkins, the Crows players as well, and uh, Michael Stanley joins us on RSN 927's One Out, One Back. Uh, thanks for joining us on the program, Michael. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Good morning, and thanks for having me. And Toby McKinnon here to have a chat with you about what's a good time for watch list. Yeah, Andrew just touched on the ownership of Watchlist, Mark. If you want to uh, take us through how that's all come about with uh, a few Adelaide stars in, in amongst the ownership. Yeah, definitely, Toby. Um, obviously, it's, it's well known that um, Josh and I have been mates for quite a long time. Um, you know, since before he, he made his way onto the Adelaide list back in his uh, really early days when he was a, a rookie at Essendon. So we've had a great, um, you know, friendship over a long period of time and Obviously, uh, with his footy career, going to watch him, and you know, you get to meet a few of the few of the guys along the way, and um, Tex and Brad and Matt and and uh, Mick Hurley, they love their racing, and and um, yeah, they were they were wrapped to um, jump in a horse and come along for the ride. So I, he's been in terrific form, just sort of, but just been picking the wins off his last five in a row. I suppose his next target will be the Vic Bread Series. Yeah, definitely, that's the plan. Um, He's always been a horse that's shown a lot of ability from day one, but he's been a really slow maturer, so some people might look at him and go, geez, he's really jumped out of the ground of late, but um, we sort of don't see that. We just see that he's matured and he's starting to realise his potential, you know, with the time that we've given him. So um, now he's in good form and the, and the Vic Bread's just around the corner. Um, that's definitely the way we will go. Yeah, the Vic Bread final will be Saturday, Saturday, July 6th, and I believe Adelaide are playing Port Adelaide that night, so I'm not sure what the boys will choose to do, but uh, they could lose four players out of the Adelaide team. Now, um, just going back, you said he, he didn't, he's been a slow mature. He ran fifth in the Vic Bread final last year, which is a pretty good effort as a two-year-old. Um, that, that was actually the platinum. Uh, ah, so, um, yeah, so even though that, that was a, a group race and a good race, um, yeah, it wasn't against the, the likes of Centenario and Hurricane Harley and that. So, um, although he, he did go well in that race, um, but uh, yeah, he's definitely matured a lot this season. Now, your stable star, I suppose, is Soho Troy Becker. He's just come back with a with a with a trial at Melton. How did he come out of the trial? Yeah, he came through that really well. Um, I, I did plan on trialing him again last uh, Monday night at Melton, but um, the weather was was atrocious and um you know for a trial and the quick backup i chose to to keep him at home and um you know we'll probably head to the Maribyrn trials and give him another hit out this sunday but so far so good he, he's handling everything really well and um you know we'll step up the trial this this weekend and, and make it a little bit harder again and uh get him back to that race fitness is there a bit of unfinished business with him? Second in the Hunter Cup, third in the Miracle Mile, and then, of course, the, the Queensland trip didn't go to plan. What, what's his main focus, or have you not looked that far ahead as yet? No, if we can if we can get him back to the level that he needs to be, um, you know, the, the New Zealand Cup is, is a race that uh, Rob really wants to target, and that was our 
main goal last year before we went to Queensland. Unfortunately, things didn't go our way. But uh, if we can get him back, that'll be our main target. With Obviously, we've got the Victoria Cup um, before that along the way. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed we can get him back to that level. And as you said, he's ran some mighty races, um, you know, in the Hunter Cup and Miracle Mile and, and just missed out. So it would be great to get one of those races beside his name before he takes on a stud career. All right, Michael, thanks for uh, joining us here on uh, One Out, One Back. No worries. Thanks, Toby. Thanks, Andrew. Terrific. Uh, Good luck going forward with your uh, horses. And, uh, Toby, you don't seriously think the Crows players would miss a game of footy. (laughs) (laughs) But they will be. But, of course, plenty of stories through the years of uh, footballers. In the old days, of course, they used to have the race results uh, up on (laughs) scoreboards and so on, or quarter time people would ask how results were going to but um, yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll find out soon enough, will they not? If the horse uh, does uh, salute, oh, I don't think they'd miss a game of footy to uh, come no, and no. watch the horse. But in they'll a, find in the result out. Final. But I'm sure they'll find the result out at halftime. Some good somehow. luck to them. Good luck <laughs> yeah. to them. Great story. Shortly, Fred uh, Fred Spiteri will take our call. Re Auntie Poppy. That's uh, becoming a great story as well. Um, we mentioned some of the Melton races coming up. What about a preview for some tips uh, in uh, Country Victoria coming up, uh, Toby? Uh, yeah, I do have one uh, tonight at Shepparton who I'm pretty keen on, a horse called Dallas Nikolai in race one, number four for Mick McMahon. Very underrated trainer, Mick McMahon, with an excellent strike rate. He has a very small team and an absolute terrific fellow to boot. It drops in class, this horse, with a concession driver, Taylor French, but don't be scared of that. It loses nothing there with Taylor French on board. It is a little tricky, the draw from barrier four, but I expect the favourite Maserati to do a bit of work, and this horse will get to the line solid. It's it's ripe fit, a big drop in class, and I do think it's a good chance, uh, Dallas Nikolai for Mick McMahon. And punters that have been following at home, we did tip you in a delightful Mia. I said one, one by five last week, and it did run second at $2.10, so I give myself a little bit of a trumpet blow there as well, Andrew. All right, well done. Keep tipping winners. Everyone will uh, think you're doing a good job. It's RSN 927's One Out, One Back. Not sure if you tipped uh, Artie Poppy, who won at Melton and racing at Ballarat this Friday night. And joining us on our Harness Show uh, One Out, One Back uh, to have a chat to you, Toby, is uh, Fred Spiteri. He's there now. Good morning, Fred. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? Yeah, excellent. Your horse, Arnie Poppy, has been flying of late. He's won three of his last four at Melton. You'd be very happy with him. Yes, certainly very happy with uh, the little girl. We um, are sort of uh, very pleased to have her. You've had you've had a bit of success. Greg Sugar's drive was just one out of the box last week. He weaved his way through the last 400 metres to get her home. Wasn't he? It was a perfect drive and, you know, a 20 out of 10 if you if you would like to sort of go that far because he didn't have to go wide and he didn't so he just waited and waited until the sprint lane came along and then obviously you know she she done the job from there so excellent drive excellent drive I think 20 out of 10 might be a bit much. We do have to put up with him when we see him next year, remember, Fred? <laughs> well, I want him to pull, up, pull another one out of the head. So I'm praising him up. So, so, so it, you've engaged uh, Arnie Poppy in at Ballarat against the CO Pacers. What's the thinking there? Uh, well, there's not a lot of thinking because there's not much else around for her and uh, she's not exactly a great track worker. And um, if we let sort of time slip by she just uh, she does, doesn't do a lot at home you uh, she's just very lazy type of a horse and um, we had to try and keep her 
keep her fitness up because we might try and go back again to the mountain the following Saturday. I see. So what what is the home life like? Do you work four or five horses and, and whereabouts are you based? Um, I'm in Rockbank and I do work half a dozen at the moment. And, um, yeah, I've got my own place in Rockbank not far from the Melton Track. And, uh, yeah, we've been here for about 30 years. And, um, yeah, we've been doing the horses pretty much ever since. There's a little horse there called Flingabout, I suspect, who, who undoubtedly, that was your biggest win a couple of years ago. Yes, that's right. Um, she's back in work. She had a, a 10-week break, and uh, she's been back in for about seven weeks from memory. And uh, she's just starting to do a little bit of pace work now. So hopefully and, she'll return a bit stronger. And do you work them by yourself, or have you got a family behind you, Fred? Um, I've got my partner, Mandy. She does a fair bit with me, not not on the track. Like they, pretty much the horses work on their own on the track, but she does a lot of the background work, like cleaning boxes and, uh, you know, getting gear ready and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, it's a great help and making sure that their mane and tail are nicely brushed. What they, the, What's the saying that uh, behind every man there's a good woman? There's a very good woman, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Fred, thanks for joining us here on uh, One Out, One Back and uh, best of luck with Arnie Poppy uh, tomorrow night and for the weeks ahead and when Flingabout gets back as well. Thank you very much. It's RSN 927's One Out, One Back. Fred Spatiri there. I was just trying to work out the accent, Toby, from uh, going back. Uh, it just speaks with a slight accent through the uh, conversation. Did you pick that up? Uh, yes, he's... I, it's I, an Italian I, surname, is it not? I'm just trying to... But, uh, I su- sure. suspect so, but uh, he's been in the sport for 33 years, as no, he mentioned. A very elegant speaking voice. So just, yeah. Um, yeah, he's been in for a long time, as having a look at the uh, record. So he's one of the, will we say, a stalwart? He is, and he, he's trained 75 winners, but probably, you know, always had a good horse going around, a good competitive horse. And just of late, you know, um, fling about a couple of years ago, won a, won a Vic Bread $50,000 race, and now this horse has uh, come of age, Arnie Poppy, winning three out of four at Melton. So he's had a lot of success recently and uh, well-deserved as well. Well, speaking of uh, success, uh, what a great uh, day it was, of course, at Cobram. Just before we get your thoughts, uh, here's a, a minute of... Uh, Club manager Bob Watson. I gave him a call on Sunday night after the meeting was over. Another terrific fundraising effort for the McGrath Foundation with the help of people like Donna Castles and all those involved at uh, Cobram. It was a great day there today, Bob. It was a magnificent day and uh, everybody's to be commended on the way they attended and supported our day and uh, everything went off really well and we've raised an enormous amount of money for the McGrath Foundation. You certainly have over the years. Um, it's a huge amount of money. Um, uh, roughly, do you have any idea over the decade since you've been doing this uh, how much you've actually raised? Must well, be over that, a few hundred thousand, is it? Or no, without today, we've, we're up to one hundred and twenty-five thousand. Wow, well, it's, that's fantastic for a for a little trotting club in country Victoria to have this idea to have a. Well, first of all, of course, it was the lady drivers that were invited, and then you went with the. Uh, McGrath Foundation after yeah. that, and Donna Castles has been tremendous. We spoke to her last week, and it just rolled along. So did you notice today an increase in the crowd because this has become such a reason for people to come to the meeting, even if they're not harnessed people? 
Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure a lot of people that were there were there for the for the cause and not for the harness racing, but the family day and the free children's entertainment and all the spoils for patrons is what draws your crowd. Bob Watson speaking to myself on Sunday night. Uh, it was a bit of a coolish day, but uh, it's an amazing success, Toby. It just continues. Oh, as you touched on there, Andrew, for a little trotting club in Victoria to raise up, up to $150,000 now for the uh, Jane McGrath Foundation, it's a tremendous effort. There's a lot of work goes in behind the scenes from uh, a number of participants, in particular Donna Castles and, and, and the club as well. And these things, like the first race was at 11 o'clock. There would have been people there at 7 o'clock in the morning getting set up on a Sunday. It's just a tremendous result. Just before we wrap it up in a few minutes, we might repeat your tips again for um, uh, Melton and also uh, have a look at the uh, Victoria Trotters Oaks again. Yeah, the uh, tips for Melton. I, I am a bit keen on um, Fratellino in race three for Sean McNulty. We spoke to him there. I do think he'll get a good position in running, and uh, it, it, it'll be a bit of each-way value on uh, Fratellino. I was also keen, Andrew, on another horse uh, called B Major Threat for Craig Demler in race eight. It's going to have to do a, a fair bit of work from barrier seven. I expect it'll go back at the start, come around and get up into the chair, and I think B Major th- Threat for Craig Demler was the best horse in the race and, and it will be driven accordingly whether he can sustain the run I'm not sure and the Victoria Trotters Oaks I, I, I've narrowed this down to uh, 12 possible chances and if the emergency gets a run it's a chance as well so punters like one in that field gamble responsibly and have a little dabble the Tatlow Stakes the Tatlow Stakes for two-year-olds Trotters again very open field I think Andover Sun might be the best horse in the race it's very hard to tell with two-year-old Trotters if it trots all the way it'll be a strong chance and it's currently $5.50 on the TAB and the Australian Pacing Gold Autumn Sale Final that that another open field and Melfi Coast was uh, it's shown a bit of ability at its first start but it did things wrong at its last start you'd be taking that on chance Marika Springfield should get the lead again and be very hard to beat but I do like Rosarito Miss for uh, AJ and Bo Tindale it's currently $4 and I think it's a great chance it'll be great to see them, that'll be their biggest success and if it's the case, we'll get them on next week and before we wrap it up repeating your best bet at Shepparton at Shepparton tonight, race one, number four, Dallas Nikolai for Mick McMahon, who uh, it's a big dropping class for this horse. He's a terrific little trainer. Concession driver Taylor French loses nothing with Taylor French on board, and I expect it'll be a great chance at each way value. And what is coming up for yourself over the coming days and weeks? Uh, any more travelling? Uh, yes, off to uh, Bendigo next week. I have a, uh, a uh, I have a board of directors which I work for for Trots Cos Victoria. So we'll have a uh, five o'clock uh, uh, board meeting as such, which will uh, go till the uh, nine or ten o'clock at night. So that'll be uh, next Tuesday night, and then uh, keep battling on. Looking forward to the Bendigo Cup, which is uh, Friday week as well. So uh, it'll be a feature event, Bendigo Cup, uh, Bendigo Trotters Cup, that is. And uh, it's on Friday, the seventh of June. Uh, I was up there on Tuesday night, and the club's got a lot in pre- a lot prepared. So if you want to get out to Bendigo on Friday, June seventh, the Bendigo Trotters Cup, just contact the club and uh, make a booking up in the dining room. Terrific, Toby. Thanks for being with us, Toby McKinnon from HRV. This has been one out, one back for Harness Racing Victoria on RSN nine two seven. Our thanks to. All of our guests on the program today, Sean McNulty, Michael Stanley, Fred Spatiri, all joining us to have a chat. More info on Harness and Trots on RSN 927 and our social media. For now, thanks for listening.
Want to hear one out, one back again? Head to iTunes, our Facebook page and the podcast page at rsn.net.au. 